Hey, my name is Kev from the Street Fighting. My. Fucked up his last name. There goes that joke. Yeah, like Ken Masters. It's Ken Masters. I mean, the joke was that you're waving an amiibo around. Exactly. Like, there's no video. <gasps> I don't care. It's my imagination, and also you're right here, so fuck you. I don't care. That's fair. Uh, but yeah, I recently learned that Luke Skywalker had a son, and his name is Ben. So the new movie is Ben Solo. Nah, he's, they ripped him from the expanded universe, and it's Ben Skywalker. And he's not... Thank you, Ken. He You're welcome! He tickled my chin. Because his amiibo looks like he, ha he has the finger up, so he's like... Oh, tickle, tickle, tickle. Anyway, continue. <laughs> you forgot that... What? This is a long intro, man. Yo, welcome thought... to fucking What's New Play 2 Podcast! This is Yo, this is episode 38? 39? Fuck, hold on. I... Yo, welcome to What's New Play 2 Podcast, episode 39. Uh. Me. That was timed decently well, and I doubt you did that on purpose. I mean, I felt it coming. Well, of course. But, but I was like, alright, it's coming, there's nothing I can do about it, maybe I can hold it off until he's finished speaking. You, you, you basically did. Yeah. So good for you. So. We have actual gaming news. Well, yeah, we have actual stuff we can talk about. So, uh, should we just... Uh, I guess before we get into the meat of it, um... Man, that's a weird way of saying it. I don't know why I said that. Get into the meat and potatoes. Yeah, that's what I meant. I don't like No, well, get into the meat of it is the same thing. I it's guess. Just, like the thick of it. Anyway, so the Fire Emblem news out of the way first. Um, I didn't even know there was Fire Emblem news. Well, news is very... Aside from the fact that Anna got an ult, finally. I think, I think we talked about that already. Possibly. We definitely did. That's the only thing that matters to me about that right Which, now. Which, totally. I understand that. And I finally fucking got her. Um, So I'm done with that banner. Anyway. So, uh... New heroes are were announced uh, a few days ago and are out as of this recording. It's a banner focusing on the genealogy of Holy War characters again, which, shockingly, they're getting a lot more attention than uh But before. we still haven't gotten Seleph on fire. Sigurd. There you go. No, Seleph too. Let him be like old man, old man Sigurd. Sigurd. All right, fine. Be like that. Like a duo unit where it's Seleph and Sigurd. They're both on fire. Stop. Yes. Stop. Um... Aside from that... With fire tomes. God, stop. Alright. God, we need to eventually get to that game. Anyway. um, It's focusing on Gen 2 units. Shannon. Um, Gold, silver. Altena, who was the one I actually wanted out of them. Uh, Totodile. Lyrae. Oh my god, what the fuck? Yeah, Lyrae's her name. And, um... Said. So... Since I know the one person listening doesn't know Gen 2, I was referring to Pokemon. He was ter referring to the children of the adults. Yes. So, uh, it's neat. Um, I don't think it's another fucking fast-ass sword infantry units clogging the fucking banner and also just power creeping each other. I'm like, this is great. Um, Speed power creep is real. Yeah, the only thing I don't like about this banner and what IS is doing so far in this 2020, there's no... All focus three to four star new unit. That's not a good sign. What, do you think they stopped that? I hope they didn't, but I feel like it's a good ass possibility. Unless unless it's gonna have a big mass demotion, then okay, I can swallow that a bit better. But it was really nice for a lot of the less popular units to be put in those banners without it being a five star exclusive. Yeah. And it being a three to four star. That's so much nicer. It gives you more reason to summon on that banner, personally. Yeah. Anyway. 
Um, I think the only other thing, uh, hero-related-wise, the newest title update revealed uh, information about the new Mythic Hero, um, and it's most likely going to be Leaf, the Edge one that's Alphonse, but... Oh, okay. So Well, I mean, didn't they put in Thracer? Yeah, they put her in, so... Uh, it, it'll, it'll make sense that Leaf was going to be added eventually, and um, definitely Hell, I'm assuming. Probably. So... I mean, Surtur was added eventually. But Surtur is in the basic summoning pool. Everyone keeps forgetting that. He is? Yeah. Oh. And that's what fucking sucks about him. If he was a mythic hero, that'd be a little bit better. But no, they fucking retarded with that. Anyway, um, so, yeah, that banner was weird. Because it was only him and Yilger that were on that banner. It was a two-focused two, so, it was two banner. And they were in that. And they're the only ones from book two that are not, that are in the regular pool. Aside from, and not, in, in compared to Hree, Gunthra, and uh, Fjorm. What about Levitane? Levitane and Lagar are in the summon, regular banners, uh, regular summoning pool. <clears throat> Um, I think oh, I one time accidentally summoned Levitane. I got a leg on again recently. I'm very happy about that. So now she's plus attack. Anyway. Okay. Um, is that it for Fire Emblem? That's, yeah, that's really it for Fire Emblem. Okay. That was really it. There was a data mine of Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links for uh, anniver the third anniversary. And uh, Hero Monsters actually got a bunch of new cards for it. Oh, yeah? Including Elemental Hero Stratos, which... About goddamn time, there was only one wind he elemental hero monster, and it was Avion. And I like Avion, but it, you can't only have Avion. No. <laughs> He's a 1,000 attack, 1,000 defense, normal monster. And now with Stratos, Masked Hero got a buff too, because there's a good uh, wind hero yeah. card. Yo, can I get some more fucking Crystal Beast type cards? Goddamn it. Or a goddamn Jesse alt, or a goddamn Yugi ult with that Millennium Puzzle. Konami, where the fuck is that Yugi? You literally teased him like three times. Where the fuck is he? I think there was something about Darksider Dimensions in the. Uh, I they, he better fucking be in there because I want another Yugi ult to grind uh, levels with. Because goddamn, it's both a chore and fun as hell. You know, I'm not touched Duel Links in a few days. I need to get. I need to play that again. Honestly, I feel like I go through spurts with that game in specific. When I really want to level up a character, I go all in. And then after that, I like take like a good while and break between. Because Jesse took a while. I feel like it took longer than Yugi, but I could be just also imagining uh, it being a lot longer than it really was. Um, Yeah, but that... Um, yeah, the thing that's really the only thing I want from Duel Links at this point is I would like a tag duel with actual friends, but I understand that's kind of complicated. But I do want uh, a Dark Jesse alt. God damn it. Give me an event where I can actually unlock that with actual uh, Dark Crystal Beast cards. I will be okay with that. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else to add with the Duel Links? Because I feel like there's more... Cause that that game is also coming up to third anniversary, similar to th uh, Fire Emblem Heroes. That's coming. It's up with the third anniversary, relatively uh, in its l little less than a month now, because Heroes came out on February second, twenty fucking seventeen. That's scary to think about. That game has already been three fucking years old, and a lot of shit has been added to that. I will have to say, 
I just hope for its third anniversary for both games, honestly. They're both well worth it. Yeah. Well, that's one thing I always feel like gotcha games should do is whenever an anniversary comes up for their said game, they should really not go all out in as much as they can, but go all out in whatever way they possibly can to get your returning players that keep coming back and potentially spending money for them and get new players to be interested in it. Oh, Fiendish Chain is coming to the game. Okay. And Fiendish Chain is a really fucking good spell card that uh, prevents the... uh, You activate it on your opponent's monster. They cannot change position. They cannot attack. They cannot use their effect. So they can't do anything. Yeah. They're just fucking space waster. Uh, so they they they're bringing a lot of really good, rather powerful cards, which will probably shake the meta up. Yeah, would definitely. Um, I want to know though, are there any character leaks, Jay? Please. Uh, Fuck. I will let you know as soon as I know. So far, the only thing people have really been talking about are the cards, because of course that would be what they would talk about the most. A uh, selection box three mostly. Okay. Because that's what they do every yes. anniversary. Yes. Um, what was I gonna say? I still gotta go to a goddamn store to actually get Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Oh, I went to Target and I found um a structure. The one deck. closest by you, right? No, not the closest by me. Closest by where I work. Uh um, yeah, well, then not technically the closest one by you too? No. Closest one by me. Oh. Is, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, I forgot. I mean, I feel like your house is, like, in, like, a midway between... It is. It's a midway between a lot. Uh, but I found a structure deck for a Masked Heroes, which is really funny. Yeah. Because I use Masked Heroes in Duel Links. I use a lot. Um, And when I got it and I opened it up, I looked through and I'm like... God, I really wish they added all these cards into Duel Links as well. Because there's a lot of really cool Masked Hero cards. I fucking hate... I actually looked up, uh, like, packs of, like, Crystal Beast cards. And, like, you know, they're under Jesse, too. They're fucking, like, I guess, hard to find? Yeah. In a pack? I'm like, fuck, and they're expensive? I'm like, god damn it. Why, when I want to get back into Yu-Gi-Oh, the cards I'm actually interested in making a deck for, it's overly complicated and expensive. So... Guess Magician decks are the way I'm going, which is okay, but playing with the Crystal Beast deck has been tons of fucking fun for me. Um, I should go to East End Gaming. East End Gaming should definitely... I know they have a Yu-Gi-Oh cards last time I checked, but just a matter of getting my ass to go there. Oh, yes. There's going to be a uh, Winged Dragon of Raw reprint. Oh, uh, that was, sorry, that was just something... No, oh, that's fine. But yeah, they haven't said anything about new character releases. That's sad. Alright, no big deal. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Was that really it for Duel Links? I think that was. It's basically it. Yeah, so, uh, do you want to, so, let you want to get to the, uh, main subject, I feel like, for this episode? You mean Pocket the Monster Sword and Pocket the Monster Shield for well, Nintendo Switch systems? Just the Pokemon Direct as a whole. So, um, I'll be honest, was it only really the two things that they talked, that was shown off on they that? They technically talked about three things, but they, oh, okay, they gave a release date for home. Oh, okay. Sometime in February. All right, so then technically three things. Okay, because I only really got the snippets from Twitter. I wasn't able to sit down and watch the whole video, so I really didn't get, like, the whole thing. Um, 
the video literally cut was, out towards the end. Yes, I saw that. I saw that on Twitter. So too. then I went and watched uh, Hoodlum Callum's. His he had a live stream going of let's watch it together. So yes. I just rewinded his and I first saw the stuff there. Um. Okay. So, excuse me. All right. So I guess we'll talk about the big the big thing at first. The uh, expansion packs that they're releasing for Pokemon Sword and Shield. For Pocket Monster Sword and Pocket Monster Shield for Nintendo I Switch get it. systems. That's how they said it in the direct. No, that's just how they always say it. Well, they, yeah. they Nintendo never shorthands anything. No, never. It's like today, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate for Nintendo Switch systems. System. They they were literally like the Pokemon Sword expansion pass and Pokemon Shield expansion pass. Are available today, and then later it was like, "That's right, you can buy the Pokemon Sword Expansion Pass and Pokemon Shield Expansion Pass." And like, I'm sad not enough people fucking meme them for that because I think re- I think in general they're weird. Fans are weird when it comes to memeing shit like that, and I feel like on top of that, Pokemon fans are kind of more paying attention or being angry at this point. Well, I, it, it the, should be a meme. The it should be definitely just like someone yeah. walks out and it's like. Thank the Pokemon. You, thank you for coming to um, Nintendo presents Game Freak developed Pokemon Sword expansion pack for Nintendo Switch systems, and Nintendo presents Game Freak developed Pokemon Shield expansion pass for Nintendo Switch systems. And Knuckles the Echidna. And Knuckles. Um. Anyway, so yeah, I'm already forgetting the names of the expansion passes that they're. Uh... Are you serious? I'm actually very serious. Oh, I'm not even joking. The expansion pass is called Pokemon Sword Expansion Pass Pokemon Shield. No, the DLC lands are called the Isle of Armor yeah, that's what I'm and saying. the Crown. That's why I was asking the actual Tundra. names of the fucking expansion passes. No, the name of the passes are Sword and Shield passes. Oh, really? Uh, the uh, name of the areas. Whatever. Okay, fine. The expansion of the fucking actual the areas, thing. The All new right, areas yeah, are called. All right, Mister Mister Stipulation. I get it. I'm sorry, but I was making the joke about it, and it sounded like you were uh, fucking around back. No, I literally wasn't this time. Okay, so yes, they are called the Isle of Armor and the Crown Tundra. The and Isle of Armor is coming out first as part one, and the Crown Tundra is coming out second as part two. And they're basically uh, themed after one traditional Japanese setting, and what they showed a bit. And the other one's just winter. One, One's an archaeological dig. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they are both supposed to be akin to the wild area. Okay. Where the entire thing is free roam and you can control the camera. Okay. Uh, they showed off... So the They t- explained that they're going to be introducing... Re-including 200 new species of Pokemon. Not new, but old. Yes. Ones that you couldn't get in Bas- Galar. Yes. Uh, which I'm hoping for Sandshrew because I have a shiny Sandshrew that's in Let's I, I Go. I definitely feel like he's popular. He, he'll be popular enough to get put back in. I want him back in because, like, I of have course. a shiny Sandshrew in I Let's understand Go that. and I want him in. I'm honestly curious if they do, when they add the more of the old Pokemon back in, if Mudkip is going to be one of them. Because if Mudkip's one of them, that, that, oh. that, that, that's a pretty high... Chance for me to actually shockingly, guys. I'm actually kind of, this made me slightly interested in actually Sword and Shield, but yeah, they I like Cyndaquil and Mudkip in the game again. Might get it. Might get it. They showed off that uh, Venusaur and Blastoise. Yes, that Gigantamax. Back, and they both they, get a Gigantamax. They form. look 
awesome. They look pretty and good. And I'm glad that... Definitely on par with Charizard. And I'm definitely glad that they put both of them back in. And gave them both Gigantamax. Yes. Because if they didn't give just put them back in without Gigantamax... Then, what the fuck? Like, You're literally just giving Charizard too much attention, as usual. Yeah. Um, they also showed off that... And now, this is something I thought since day one. Uh, they showed off that there are Gigantamax forms... For the three starters. Yes. And I thought why, I thought from the beginning, I was like, why can't the Galarian starters Gigantamax? Yeah, I was about to ask that because I saw that on Twitter. I'm thinking, like, do they really not have... Gi- no. Gi- That's so weird. And to descri- best way to describe I like how them, one of them had... I like one of them is Pokemon Gun. Yeah. Straight up Pokemon Gun. I actually might go with Sable. Uh, so, yeah. To best describe them, Rillaboom's hair expands out and he has four arms banging on them big boy drums. Uh... And Teleon gets up in a sniper's perch, pulls out an actual fucking gun. Well, it's a, wa- a gun made out of water, water but, it but it's it shaped like, like a hunting a, rifle. Like a hunting rifle, pale rider looking gun. And it's... Cinderace's ears become really long, really floppy. And, and does he be- just like stand on like a fireball? He becomes like Sethiroth, and he just stands with his arms crossed on top of a meteor, yes. looking smugly at you. Actually, my Cinderace is a girl, so... She'll... She'll... Uh, well, no, you have to catch a Gigantamax one. So, hopefully, they'll distribute, um... Either that, or it would be kind of cool if they just, um... Jesus Christ. Yeah, that would suck if they actually broke. Oh. Also, that spike. Yeah, oh, well. That was not that bad. Ken, Ken has spikes confirmed. <laughs> Good one. He technically does. Um... Yeah, they'd be better. I mean, if they if you make them catch them, fine. But it'd be kind of cooler if they did let you uh, have your starters. Have your starter just have the ability, whether it's like an an item they have to hold or just through an well, see, update. I think they're going to do where you have to catch them because that's Probably, how they're no. going to introduce yes, of course the starters hidden abilities. Yes. Which out of all of them, Cinderace has the best one in my opinion. Okay, it's just Greninja's protein, but like slightly different. Okay, where it's whatever type attack you use, that's what type you become. Rillabooms is... I don't even remember it. <laughs> it was, like, semi-okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the thing that I've seen over this past day of the, this news being dropped for Pokemon Sword and Shield expansion passes... I'm not making the joke. For Nintendo Switch I'm not making... Shut up. So... Every time you won't, I will. I know you will, but I'm hoping you don't. Oh, anyway. It's happening. Um... I see a weird divide in the community when it comes to this an- announcement. Because on one hand, it's, you know, you still have you still have the whole you still have the game, but you're actually getting basically the, that third game that they usually do for most of their installments. But you still have you still use your base game. You don't have to restart from the beginning and do everything over again. You get the same. You have your same game, but a thirty dollar expansion. Um, personally, I think that's okay yes for a game like Sword and shield where it's definitely lacks compared to other pokemon when it comes to aesthetics and everything yes it's it's it is shitty and scummy and it's you know oh that is how you'll be able to catch pokemon from the older games but on the other hand you know they stated that you not you do not need to get the expansion pass to trade the pokemon trade the old pokemon you have or if your friend has, if you have the expansion pass and I don't, you can still get me Mudkip, let's just say, and transfer it and trade it with me. So, yeah, it's it is a little shitty because you know that's basically putting them behind a paywall, but also not really. 
And well, the Pokemon themselves aren't behind the paywall because no, they're, technically they're, they're not. doing That's a free what I'm release saying. of uh, a free update where all of the Pokemon in the current decks, well, after the expansion pack, will be available in everyone's Pokedex. Yes. Then you can just use Home, which is a paid subscription. Which, which I we'll get to that. We'll get to yeah, that. Yeah, have uh, to get to that. But but you can use Home to get from your old games into it. Yes. So you don't need the expansion pass to have all the Pokemon. Yes. Um, you get the expansion pass if you want the new forms and the areas and yeah the new areas and the new forms like right? I think that's a very fair I mean yeah people are like oh the price is kind of high I'm like no I mean honestly 30 bucks is now like kind of becoming the new norm it's shitty but you know what Yuli's getting two from what it seems like pretty good size expansions oh and there's also a few new Pokemon and there'll be new Pokemon like actual new Pokemon and variants of old ones and just the old ones so i feel like personally you're getting a little bit more bang for your buck in that instance instead of also having to buy a thir whole third new game that's a combination of the two but you still have to redo everything from scratch again so i feel like honestly personally i think it's not that bad the one of the complaint i have seen which i think it is a little weird in both sides that there's an expansion pass for both games, even though it's the yes, same exact and, thing. But, but it's Pokemon limited to each expansion pass. Which oh, is sorry. fucking stupid. Stop doing this, Game Freak. You don't need to do this anymore. Stop fucking ex making exclusive Stop Game Freak about it. I mean, but seriously, stop making exclusive uh, Pokemons to catch in each version. Why are you still doing this in 2020? There's literally no point. Really? You really want to try to squeeze that extra 60 bucks that people will buy, probably? Because they'll still they'll complain about it, but they'll still buy it. Um, so that's fucking, I still think, a little infuriating. Oh, yeah, it's super annoying. Um, so I think it's weird that they really do separate it. I know because of that's why they want to cut the exclusivity of the Pokemon in each pass. But, you know, for like a parent for like a, or like a kid that wants the expansion pass... They can get easily confused and accidentally buy the wrong version, and then what? You're gonna have to fucking call Nintendo's and try and get a refund and cut a refund or or even exchange, and like that's just that's more headache than needed. Yeah. But like, yes, I get it because it's two different games, kind of, not really. But no, not even. I know. I'm just saying. You know, people can argue about it, but I feel like it's a weird thing to have separated. And also, again, at that point, it's just really, I think, it's really a fact that you could just push at them, being like, then why have two versions of the game in the first, at this point anyway? Whatever. Um, But yeah, honestly, personally, with this expansion alone, it sounds weird, but I'm honestly more interested in Pokemon Sword and Shield than I was even when it was announced. What's funny is, I own the game, and I have the full Pokedex, and I've caught almost all the Gigantamax. And I think the expansion pass looks really cool, but I got some issues with it. Go for it. Let's hear your issue, because mine are only from really an outside perspective at this point. Uh, so I don't get why one of the islands is Japanese-themed. I just don't get that at all. It doesn't... Yeah, it's it weird because if you're, if you're technically... If you're in the setting of... Is it Britain? Britain. It is Britain. Okay. I didn't Britain. know if it was Britain or Ireland. I mean, it's like, yes, it's so, UK. Okay, we'll do the UK. So, yeah, so it's based on the UK, and then why would you go all the way from There's nowhere, Japan? there's no island near uh, no. the UK that is Asian-themed. Yeah, so that's, that is very odd. The uh, Tundra one, 
Um, I think that one's okay. The Tundra one, it's it's kind of like... It's, it's so just, weird, yes, thematically, but I mean... I think that's the one I that think, looks more... Interesting. Yeah, it, it... I mean, definitely. I mean, you're going through a whole new... And they're showing all the, the Reggies again. Uh, and they, they show Reggie... I guess Reggie Thunder, they're going to call it. I think it's just supposed to be a Galarian form. Oh, that's stupid. I mean, it might be a new Reggie. I'm it not sure. It should be a new Reggie. It would make more Maybe sense. Maybe it'll be Reggie fils uh, That would be cute. But no, why but would it be electric anyway? They have some things that they say about, like, you can go further into the den, the Gigantamax den or the raid den. Okay. And that's where you find the legendaries from old games is in those dens that you and a party of up to three people yes. can go and explore. Okay. Now, what I want to know, because they didn't say... Does that mean you go in and there's like a whole puzzle dungeon? Or is or it just like is a constant like, battle? Even then, it could be that and that would be fine. Or they're going to do what they did in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon where you play the little mini game and you fly through the rings and then you just end up in a room with a legendary and that's it. That's the end of the story. It was, pardon me, just a roll of the dice. You you just fly through the thing oh. and then you'd end up and you oh. take like three steps and there would be like a Jirachi oh. sitting there. Oh, yeah, that's... So, is there going to be more to the cave, or is there not going to be? I'm not going to lie. From what you just told me, I feel like it could be the wor the, the worst idea and have it be, like, Ultra Sun and Moon, then. Because, like, that was... Cause... That minigame was fun for a minute, and then... That's it. That you had to, you're done. Then you realized you had to do it over and over and over. Because and you didn't even get a guaranteed chance at the legend. Exactly. It's almost like... It's a little like you're summoning in a gacha game. It, yeah. And I want to know if they're going to change stuff up about Max Raids. Because as they stand, yes. they're really not fun. Yeah. They should have been more fun. They're not... They didn't look it from what I saw of you and our friend play. I'm not going to lie. It looked very... Well, you... It, it honestly reminded me of like a mobile game where... Alright, I attack... It now you go. It becomes a, a, who has the super effective button? Hit A. Like, when you think of a raid battle, like a boss raid battle, yeah, you, you it, think of planning, strategy, Yeah, teamwork. a lot more teamwork. Yeah, like, literally how tag battles were, do, uh, tag battles were, well, not tag, duo battles and, um, doubles. God damn, I don't know why I keep, said everything but doubles and, uh, when they were introduced in Ruby and Sapphire. Yeah, it's just like, you'd think there's more strategy, teamwork. No, it's have the person who's... Who's more super effective. It's literally fucking Pokemon Masters. It, I'm not even kidding It's just you. hit the super effective button over exactly and over. Exactly what Pokemon Masters was. They didn't say anything about, like, changes coming to max raid battles or percent... The one thing... I, some people like this. Some people understand it. I think it's dumb. If you have a max raid battle, you as the host have a near 100% chance to catch the Pokemon. Yes. Everyone else has, has... a roughly 10% chance to catch the Pokemon. Yeah, that's... 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 It shouldn't be 10. It should be like 50. Yeah, it, it should be higher. That's... It, it doesn't have to be 100 because, you know... The no, host of course the person not. who found the fucking Mon. Yeah, of course not. But... but it, yeah, 10, it shouldn't be like, that low of a percentage if that's the if that's the actual percentage. Yeah, it's like really hard for people to exactly. catch. Exactly. So it's... Yeah, that's, that's really weird. Um, uh, also, did we have a release date for either either expansion or no? Not yet. They yes. Just... Um, January, February, March, April, May. I know. June? I know. It's like later in the year. It's not June even like... and then fall. Okay, so maybe since it's a long, it's a big span in between. Hopefully, it'll be a lot of things that they add in and updates. So hopefully, it won't be like how 
it is an Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, and it has a little more effort put into it. Because, like, Max Raid should have been a million times more fun than they are. I mean, I don't know how Max Raid's going to be changed, if it is, but I feel like, if anything, the whole expansion pass as a whole hopefully will be worth the money is what I'm getting at. Uh, also, the legendaries. There's two new legendaries, in tr- technically three, but two, two new legendaries introduced in to these two expansion passes. In the first expan- uh, second, I'll start with the second one. It's a deer... A t- uh, with a midget body and a big bubble on its head and the it meme's floats, been going around going and it like, looks like it's you... telling you to get out of its house that and also looks like fucking straight up it's being like that meme where where do you work out I work at the li- I work at the library yeah it's it's so I don't it's really I don't like it I think it's a dumb design and so far I've loved almost all the Galar Pokemon design but that deer thing is so stupid yeah I, looks, really don't... I, I didn't care for it and the second one is quite literally Pangoro it is a small, dark-type bear that grows up to become either a dark fighting or a uh, dark water. Yeah, I which saw... I think that's the cool... Account. I think... Or fighting water, sorry. It, yeah, I saw, like... Oh, I, no, it's pure fighting as a child. I saw the uh, snippets. I don't know what the uh, pr- the pre-evolution form is, and I don't know what the reference... Okay, so Pangoro said. is a panda that's based off the little panda fighter... Or, well, not that movie, but, like, it's the... It, Pangoro, essentially, the best way I can describe it, it it's like Poe, where it's, like, a fighting oh. panda. Okay, And I then the this. new one is also a fighting dark bear that wants to be a kung fu artist. Kind of like Poe. Like, it's... See, the joke there is that it's just Pangoro again and Pancham. Oh, okay, I remember they don't look They don't look 100% alike, obviously, but, like, all I could think when I saw them was just... Oh, they rehashed Pangoro. Granted, no one likes Pangoro because he's not the best Pokemon, design-wise or anything else-wise. Some people like him, not many. At least, not, I don't believe many. I don't know many. But I, I don't like the legendary designs. However, I do like the leg- design of the legendaries that aren't specifically from the Galar region. Zapdos, Moltres, and Articuno all got Galarian forms. Yeah, and they look pretty cool. They made Moltres black with like a more red, like a pinkish red fire, yeah. and it is really nice looking. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, Articuno became uh, what's his face from Star Trek, the one that has the visor. I don't know. I honestly didn't get a good look at Articuno, so I can't really give you my opinion on that one. Articuno has like a that Star Trek that full face visor. Like, he looks like a 90s cool kid who would be wearing the Nintendo Power Glove. I'm serious. Like, I need to look this up to show it to I'll you. I'll be honest. I mean, yeah, I don't really remember. And Zapdos is a fucking, like, chicken roadrunner now. I only remember, it's... yeah, I only should remember, uh... It's so cool. Zap- I remember Moltres, and even then, I don't know, I do not know the Star Trek character you're talking about. I never watched Star Trek, so I don't have an opinion. Um... You would, you... you... You'll recognize it. I probably would, but I don't know the char- the, na- the character the, the character's name. Jesus Christ, I can't speak tonight. Um. Oh. I do actually like that, but oh. I like it too. Also, um, they released uh, a little snippet of the DLC is that you can get a Galarian Slowpoke. And they locked his um, evolutions of Slow Bro and Slow King behind which version of the game you have. 
If you have sword, you get slow poke, uh, slow bro. And if you have shield, you get slow king. I'm not kidding. And I gave him a look. That's why he said that. Oh my fucking god. Are you kidding me? He is, in fact, not shiny locked. So if you wanted to hunt down a shiny Galarian... Uh, Slowpoke. Yeah, Slowpoke. You 1,000% could. Okay, then. Um. Okay. So the next thing uh, the Pokemon Direct show up that I actually really want to talk about, because I don't know your opinion about it. Um, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon DX. What the fuck? Was not expecting them to do a remake of this game. Um, but I'm glad that the Mystery Dungeon fans... Uh, and they mixed fans, uh, red and blue yeah, together. that's what I'm saying. So, like, again, Game Freak, do more stuff like this. Mix the two ver- versions of a fucking game that you've been doing like this and put it into one. Whether it's a remake, like if you end up doing this in a remake that everyone fucking keeps clamoring you for, even though... Why would you want them to do that when they already fucked up Sword and Shield? You want them to do the same exact thing to Sinnoh? Either way, whatever. You people are fucking weird. Anyway, um, I personally played the fucking shit out of Blue Mystery Team. I played the hell out of it. I thought in my mind that the th- out of the three Pokemon that I uh, made myself, it was either Pikachu, um, Cyndaquil, or Mudkip. And... I, once I found out this news, I looked up my old save file, besides, holy shit, that mu- that music brought me on a, oh my god, that put me on a nostalgia trip, holy fuck, I forgot how much I played that game, because I said to my friend too, not to you, to our other friend, I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, like, I can't believe they announced it, I don't think I ever beat it though, I thought I looked at my save file, oh, I fucking did beat it, uh, but yeah, guess who I was out of those three Pokemon I listed? Mudkip? Nope. Cyndaquil? Nope. Pikachu? Apparently I was Pikachu. I know. I was like, what the fuck? I'm not even Cyndaquil. I'm Pikachu? Like, I remember I liked Pikachu, but I didn't think I liked... I think didn't think I wanted Pikachu over Mudkip. But either way, um, I still haven't... I saw the gameplay trailer. I do like the art style that they went with. It's like a cell shaded with like line mark like line markings on all of them where it looks like it's uh like a pencil like they're penciled in and it looks really nice um i am a little shocked slash okay so they oh, were two uh yeah red yeah red mystery team on game boy no, no, uh there were two there were two reggie showed off new oh. ones oh there's two i remember the one which is like thunder looking anyway um so the only thing I'm a little worried about, kind of, is the game's coming out in March. I feel like that's very quick for a brand new game. Well, okay, somewhat brand new. A remake, or if anything, of a game coming out in three this months. This was the exact meme I made as soon as I saw it. When uh, the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon has Bulbasaur say to your character, You're finally awake. Great. My immediate thought was, Hey, you, you're finally awake. So, um, I'll be honest, like, I forgot how much memories I had with Mystery Dungeon, and this remake being announced got me, like, actually uber excited about Pokemon again, so this also probably gives me, like, another reason why I'm slightly debating on now Sword and Shield in the future, um, but 
oh my god, I'm actually very excited to see how this game goes, even though the, the game's coming out a little too early, if that makes any sense. Um, and they at, and they released a demo for the game today, so after this recording, I need to fucking get on that shit and see how it is, because I'm very excited, because that game, because that demo also has, you can transfer your data over to the full game, so I think I might do that. So, um, yeah, I was not expecting them to talk about a Mystery Dungeon remake, especially for the actual Mystery Dungeon game I play, because I didn't play any other Mystery Dungeon game aside from Blue, uh, Blue Rescue Team, or, well, yeah, I think Blue Rescue Team, on the DS all those years ago in 2006. Uh, so, because I know there's one on 3DS, I think, and I think there might have been another one on DS now that I think about it. But after Blue Rescue Team, that was it. I didn't play another Mystery Dungeons, but that was that one I enjoyed thoroughly. So, um, I'm personally very, very excited about it. Did you play the uh, Mystery Dungeon games? I had, I think I had Explorers of Sky. Yeah, see, that's the one I didn't get. But I hear that, you know, I had, I heard, that's the best one. I'm like, all right. Maybe not. I forget which one I had. What console was it on? I don't remember. All I remember is I kept recharging until I got Squirtle. Uh, I, I would keep restarting and answering different, and I got, uh, who did I get? I think I got Pikachu, like, three times, and I was like, nope, 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 and I would keep restarting until yeah. I got Squirtle. Um. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, Sword and Shield added new rivals. Uh. Oh, yes, 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 an old man so, like a pinker bitch. Okay, well, he's not an old man. He looks like old name. His name is uh, Mustard. His name is Avery. And oh, the he's a the young bl blonde, the blonde man guy with the top, top hat. hat. Right, mustard is the uh, guy who will be training you. That, that's why I always, I also, I, I remembered mustard, but I totally forgot what the fucking. And Claire is a pink-haired tsundere. I said uh, that, I did say pink-haired bitch. I was half right. Or sorry, she's a yandere. Look at her and tell me she's not going to be a yandere. Yandere. Yeah. So Pokemon, uh, just from looking at it, they're. Uh, rivals in Sword and Shield are a boy who realizes he's gay, Susie from Game Grumps, the one you give depression, and Susie fucking literally in this. God, Susie, God damn it! Where the fuck her actual name is? Marnie. Arnie. Marnie. Oh, Marnie. It's Barney with an. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking Reddit needs to fucking calm its fucking titties and stop flooding memes with Marnie and fucking female um, trainer lesbian it up. Like, holy shit, stop it. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I like Marnie. Hell, even the Fire Emblem fucking subreddit is just thirsting over Bilothin, fuck, female Bilothin, Aogar. I'm like, god damn it. I love Fire Emblem, but you gotta, you gotta stop with your thirst. Put this on a different subreddit. I don't need to see this shit at every single minute. Put it on Fire Emblem R34. But, uh... But that's a porn site. That's completely different. Reddit's not technically a porn site. No, no, no. The subreddit Fire Emblem R34. Even, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. So, like, goddamn, like, I'm not saying, like, you know, don't, you know, don't have that on there. I don't care. But when that's all I fucking see, like, goddamn it, give me a cast bar if you're going like, to be like this. I like Marnie, but, yeah, chill it. Like, chill. Just chill. That's it. I don't care if you want to be horny on main, but don't. Do it all the fucking time where that's all I have to fucking see. And the new ones who I can only describe as a yandere and a Fruit Loop. Those are the two ways I would describe both of those. And still, uh, 
I think everyone's favorite rival is Marnie. Uh, I have no idea how these two will impact that. But in my opinion, out of all of the ones this generation, Hop is the best rival for the sheer fact that you crush his dream so thoroughly he be he decides to finally become a professor instead of a uh, trainer. You literally destroy this boy's dream. He also kind of cute. And you kick lie. his brother's ass in front of him. And then his brother tries to open up a battle tower so he can get strong enough to beat you. So you kick his ass ten more times. And every time he leaves disgraced. And you give your rival fucking depression. I, and I find it funny because, like, you... The way you summarize some summarize some things, I swear to God, like, it sounds like you're like you're lying, but no, you just you summarize things in a really unique way, but like it's fucking true. It's just that's what ha that's his story. I know, but like story. it's just funny because the way you explain it. Sometimes. He's the Hop is the story of someone who sets out on an adventure with dreams of grandeur. Who ends up realizing that life isn't what they thought it was. And they have to settle for what they can handle. He's one of the most deep and introspective rivals. If that is an allegory for something, <laughs> I swear to God. Hop is one of the most deep and introspective rivals. But at the same time, he's just how with a different letter. But he's kind of cuter. Eh, I guess. Oh. He had less stupid hair. Yeah, I like his design better. His his brother absorbed all the stupid hair. Yes, he did. Fucking hate his design. He gets so much better after he's in the battle tower. I can imagine. Like, I'll I'll, I'll look up Leon's battle tower uh, outfit. Are you telling me to speak up or are you telling me to feed you? <laughs> I should be like Pokemon's cutscenes. Oh, oh yes. There's a fucking song and they have no... They have Marnie's brother sing a song to distract people so you can get to Chairman Rose's uh, tower. And he starts singing, and the lips start flapping, and then they don't play background music. It just music. straight up sounds like the audio's glitching and it's so bad. They don't even play, like, I thought sounds. he was just being fucking dramatic. And then he's showing the clip, like, oh my god, that's actually broken. All of the audio cuts the fuck out. Like, there's no, like, like nothing in the background it's just silence it's it's baffling um completely non sequitur of pokemon we'll go back to, we'll get it back on pokemon after i talk about this real quick but um that's his battle tower outfit oh it looks so much better right um i feel like out of all the final fantasy games that you be into, I feel like you actually would like 10. I feel like 10 setting and characters you would actually enjoy, especially the. Cal oh my god, I'm forgetting his name already. Anyway, Kalhari. He's, he's that beast, beast guy I showed you. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I guess the, the one of the last things we could talk about is the last thing they talked about in the Pokemon Direct, which was Pokemon Home. I mean. So I have no information on. Really, the whole thing about it, and I didn't know what they said about it in this specific direct. Okay. So, you wanna. So, they said it's coming out in February, and that you have to pay for it, and that that's how you will transfer Pokemon to from, everything now. Yeah, from, uh, you can transfer games from uh, Pokemon from Let's Go and Sword and Shield through Pokemon Home. Okay, but how we get the how we get our old ones to. Or not Sword and Shield. Uh, sun and Moon, thank you. Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Okay, so we gotta bring everything from... Essentially, if you want a Pokemon from Ruby, you need to bring it to Diamond, 
then to black, then to X, then to Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. And I then need put Ultra? It in... No, I, I I think it's Ultra. It might be just oh. Gen 7. Oh, okay. if it's just Gen 7, that's not bad. But if it's fucking literally, you have to have I didn't both. go too in-depth into it. Of course not. Uh, I think it might just be Gen 7. Okay. Say, that'd be really fucked up. Um, and then you can put it into home. And then you can put that. And, and I'm assuming it's like, what, monthly fucking payment? Uh, it's probably like a yearly thing like Bank was. Bank oh, right. was like bank was 10 fucking, bucks a year. Right. Bank. Which, I'm sorry. I know it's through a whole bunch of generations of games. But are you really fucking... I, I never seen why people don't complain about... Are, are bank. angry about that more but like you're really paying people more money just to virtually keep your old pokemon in a storage to then bring over oh. later on I'm the only sorry. thing i understood about fuck? bank was that you could earn pokemiles which got you free items in the game and you also got for alligator May- right 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 Bayleaf, right or meganium one and, of them uh Cyndaquil, not Cyndaquil, Quilava... Typhlosion. Typhlosion, thank you. You also got all of them with their hidden abilities. Right, right. I mean, that's right. They did have more perks when it came to Pokemon Bank, but still, I feel like... And then it gave you free access to the transfer, which got them from Gen 5 to to 6. I feel like that's, again, though, I feel like... But 10 bucks, like... 10 bucks a year, but, like, still... No, yes, if that is how... It's for a feature you guys have had in the game since Gen 3. And again, I'm sorry, but... It's a virtual space to store your virtual Pokemon into a system to transfer over in future games. I'm sorry. Does that not sound a little stupid to you or just fucked up in the same way? Like, that's literally like... You know what I'm surprised they did, though? What? Uh, They had the wherewithal to not let you transfer certain Pokemon. You could use bank and transfer to get Pokemon... From from Gen the One, game. uh, what they had DS releases of yes, yes, Gen yes, One, yes, 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 and you yes, could get yes. them into Gen Seven, yeah, but they sense. had the wherewithal to not let you transfer a Machamp with Fissure, and that was smart because Machamp gets the ability No Guard, and No Guard is I get I take all the damage from your attacks, but you take all the damage from my attacks. So imagine if there was a way to have No Guard Machamp with Fissure, you'd be like. Oh, okay. But, I mean, I feel like, again, that's the reason why, again, I feel like in that case, yeah, that does make sense. And the whole thing of not adding every single Pokemon in the base game, but I, I, I feel like Pokemon as a whole at this point is so overly complicated in, like, the weirdest ways it possibly can when it's not their game, but everything outside of it. I just... They... they they're, they're weird. I'll be honest. They're just fucking weird. Game Freak has a lot of great ideas, but then they just don't implement them well. Like why? Or they don't roll with it. Or they enough. don't keep it. Like, why can't my Pokemon follow me again? You brought it back for Let's Go. Why'd you remove it for Sword and Shield? And I, yeah, like, it is a really weird complaint to have, but, like, it is, it's true. They animated but every just... Pokemon walking around. Exactly. Like, I, yeah, I know. It is just always, like, it's weird to think about. Like, that's a complaint that people actually have. 
But like, it, no. Because it's the tiniest fucking I know, detail. I know, I know. But it means so much to everyone. Yeah, I know, I understand. I'm just saying, like, I don't know, I'm thinking in retrospect, okay? Like, imagine if they had implemented right on Pokemon into Pokemon Sword and Shield, and the way it works was if you had a Pokemon, instead of having the fucking bike, you could ride on certain Pokemon to go around faster, or you could ride on ones across the, uh water or ones that could fly around yes no i do legitimately think they should have more implementations like that but again it's it's a they're a weird company i, I really have to say that they're just a weird fucking company triple battles are gone Wait, what gen 5 had triple battles and rotation battles oh, see, i didn't know that i didn't have gen 5 gen 5 Where you would have, white? yeah yeah I know. you would have three mons they would have three mons the middle one could attack all three the left one could attack the middle and the left the right could attack the middle and the i right. did not know that it was I feel like, honestly, black and white is, like, the underrated... It really is. It's such a good generation, and the Pokemon, d like, the sprite work looks really fucking nice. Well, is, uh, that's, like, that That was literally the last that was DS the last, game. That so was they, the last sprite-based Pokemon game. Th that was the last DS game that they fucking had on Pokemon, and that, of course, they're, they're so probably used to the hardware by then. They're like, all right, let's fucking go. And then it had, like, great post-game... Gen 5 is just an underrated classic. I I mean, I've, that's what I've been hearing at this point. Like, Gen 5 is actually really great. I'm like, well, it seems like everyone's shouting it beforehand, so... Everyone did. Uh, except for me, Gen 5. I always loved you. I mean, you're not the only one I've seen that doesn't... Never hated Gen 5. I just... My, that was just me personally losing interest in Pokemon by the time that game came out. It wasn't that I didn't like it. I just lost interest, even though... So, do I slightly regret it now? Yeah, a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. But... My whole history of Pokemon is just kind of weird, I feel like, as well. Well, we almost had what the hardcore Pokemon fans want, but they complained They complained about how much they hated Gen 5 because of it. Gen 5 is the only one with a hard mode. Gen 5 had a hard mode that you could unlock. It had a hard mode. It had uh, uh, the most interesting story objectively out of all the Pokemon games. It, like, it didn't have the strongest designed Pokemon for the region, but it didn't have the weakest. No. What would you consider legitimately to be the weakest? Since Gen 2. Gen 2 gave us uh, C-Dot and, like, Sunkern and Pichu, and those are, like, eh. And they gave us Stantler, and I don't like Stantler. But they gave us Heracross and Totodile, so I love them. But, like, I uh, think Gen 2... My Cyndaquil, my... Uh, that's one thing. I feel like my brother and I really did share a lot of the same favorite Pokemon, at least starters. We both like Charmander and T Cyndaquil. I do like Totodile. To to I honestly like all Gen Gen 2's uh, starters. I'm not a huge fan of Chikorita, but it's fine. Chikorita I like. I think also because that was a random nickname I got called. Um, but, um... They're very and then once Gen 3 came out, then that was when my brother and I started having differences. He liked Trico. I love Mudkip. There are very few generations where I like all of the starters. Uh, no, there's definitely a lot I don't love. Like, again. Like, I like all three of the starters from one. Same. I like... I do like all three from th two, even though, obviously, Cyndaquil's a higher over Tordown uh, Chikorita. Uh, God, I'm tr struggling to think after one. Mudkip, Torchic, and... Uh, no, no, no. Oh. <laughs> I know... It's... I know who all the gotcha, starters gotcha, are. Gotcha, 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 But, I mean, like, in Gen 2, I liked Totodile... Cyndaquil and Chikorita are just alright. Gen 3, I liked Trico. Uh, Mudkip grew on me, so now I like Mudkip. And Torchic is still just alright. Yeah, I always agree. Torchic is always just alright. I, I know our friend David really liked uh, Chikor uh, 
check. Torchic. Torchic. Thank you. Uh, Gen 4, Infernape is one of my favorite Pokemon, and then Torterra grew on me, and I just don't like Piplup at all. 5. Piplup gang, sorry. 5 had actually probably the worst starters, like, design. What was it? Tepig? Tepig, Oshawott, and uh, and, uh, Snivy. And I I hate Snivy. I I think out of the three of those, I did like Oshawott. Oshawott's the one I used. I loved uh, I do like Oshawott, and, like, Tepig I like, but Pignite I don't, and Embor's okay. Yo, straight up fucking though, Anime Impulse fucking did an interview completely unrelated. Well, not completely unrelated. Unrelated. Anime Impulse did an interview with Allegra Clark, the voice of um, Dorothea, Dorothea and Shamir. She has a fucking love for Oshawa, and you have to watch it. She gushes over him, and it's fucking like a big mood. I mean, Oshawa's he- fucking adorable. He really is. Like, honestly, I like. I thought he was kind of cute and all, but like. Especially, like, watching her video and, like, just seeing how much she fangirls over it. I'm like, not gonna lie. She's fucking right. She is so right on how cute he honestly fucking is. And I really, it's another reason I fucking hate that I stopped liking Pokemon after Gen 4. Just because I just lost interest. I'm not a fan of Gen 4. Like, I've played Platinum and I stopped because I'm like, I don't like it. I play the Shadow of uh, Diamond and Pearl. I love. I like it from memories. Uh, if I look back on it now, I don't know how I feel about it. Actually, I probably have to go back and play it to really give an opinion. It, it's there's a lot of t- like, it's one of the slower games. Definitely, definitely. Like of- yes, I can agree. It's definitely one of the slower Pokemon games out of the franchise. Um, my favorite is probably still always gonna be Gen two. three. Uh, no, I love two. But three is your favorite. So far, three is still my favorite. You know, I, I still got beat two. I never beat two originally on the Game Boy Color because my brother had all those. I didn't. I did play a little bit of it, but not enough to really go fully through it. I, I had to. I will actually have to say. I think I like the music a lot in uh, Gen two. I think compared to most of the other Pokemon games, but that's just something I've noticed myself. But um, I definitely. Just, as of right now, I still have to say Gen 3 is probably my favorite. You know, that's mainly because of nostalgia, and that's the game I have the most memories of playing the most. The only Gen 3 I played was Fire Red. I, I you mean played... Ruby? No, Fire Red. Okay. Technically, I... it came out. Okay. It, it came out during yeah, Gen gotcha, 3. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, but I played... I, I had Fire Red. I like Fire... No, Leaf Green, excuse me. I played Blue for a little bit. I didn't play Gold or Silver. I was given Fire Red by a cousin... And then I didn't play Diamond Plat- Pat- Platinum or Pearl. Pearl. Then me and our friend got, I got Soul Silver, he got Heart Gold, and we got the Pokewalkers. He got both the special event Pikachus. I did not. Because uh, Yellow Force wouldn't show up for me. And I played that, and I enjoyed it. And then Gen Five came out, and I got that, and then I got six and seven and eight. Yeah, yeah, you've been more, uh, you've been a fuck ton more consistent with the main lines than I have. I I played more the I I have to admit when I think about it, I did play a good amount more of this not a good amount more but I definitely played more of the spinoffs as well. Because um, after Gen Four, I did stop legitimately, and then I didn't pick it back up until really you guys, and even then, I didn't I never really fully gone through with them aside from Omega Ruby. Well, I didn't play Gen 1 all the way through until Fire Red. I didn't play Gen 2 all the way through until Soul Silver. And I didn't play Gen 3 all the way through until Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Gotcha. And I played both of those all the way through. Yeah, no. I've done all the way through for both Gen 3 and Gen 1. Gen 2 is the only Gen two's the only one of like the OGs that I haven't, but I'm going to 
very soon. Once I beat Final Fantasy X, then I swear to God, that's going to be my next game I got to play. And then I got to play Final Fantasy IV. I have so many fucking RPGs, Jay. I need to actually goddamn get through. And it's in infuriating me. Oh, okay. Uh, last minute thing for me personally. Uh, I beat Link's Awakening um, this past Sunday. And um, very... um. I was very, I was very pleased with the game. It was very fun. It was just a chill. It was just a, ba it, yeah, it's a basic Zelda game because it's a remake of a Game Boy Zelda game. Um, I love the art style. The music was great. The story was fine. I, I mean, Zelda game. I'm not gonna lie. Most stories in Zelda aren't groundbreaking. Excuse me. So yeah, no, they're they're just they're just fun rom uh roms to get through. Um. Romps. I don't know why I said romps. Romps. <laughs> They're rom-coms. <laughs> it's a fun romp. It, um, the rom-coms about Ganon and Link trying to find their true love, but Zelda keeps getting in the way of them. So, I thought I found it really fun and enjoyable. Uh, the, the files were fun, and I thought... It, it's a Zelda game that surprised me in all like the right ways, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I like the art style. I definitely give it an 8 out of... Like an 8.5 out of 10 if I want to give like a review score. That I would definitely rate higher than Breath of the Wild, personally. Breath of the Wild is like fair. A, Breath of the Wild is like an eight. That's fair. Anyway, uh, I, any last minute thoughts about Pokemon or well, anything I was going else? to say uh, that recently, uh, well, we haven't f officially done it yet, but we at we and some of our friends oh. have started uh, to play a Pathfinder campaign, and Anthony here is playing as our cleric. And we played... Oh, was that? I was like, were you waiting for me to say something? Because like, oh, I'm drinking, like, um... No. Hello. And we've played one introductory session with one of our members missing, just so everyone could kind of get a feel for how the game works. And I gotta say, I'm really impressed with them. No one died. No one killed anyone, and no one died. Because he's experienced with DMing, and... <laughs> His experience has not been like that. Everyone's first encounter, as soon as someone is the slightest bit rude to them, their first reaction, whether it's their first time playing or their 10,000th time playing, is, I'm going to punch that fucker in the face. And especially our one friend, I would expect her out of everyone in this groupie. Well, that's why I targeted like, her. No, I know, oh, I know exactly why you targeted her, because it, you know. I was like, I like, wanted... Thematically, it makes sense because of who she, of oh, the character she is. And also, she's a custom race, like a half dragon, half human. And her personality in general is like, well, fuck you, pap. And so. I, I was purely, I was expecting a brawl of some sort. Yeah. Well, see, here's my other introduction to this. They walk in, they begin the adventure, right? Okay. One of them tries to murder someone almost immediately. The first action that character did was try to murder someone. That's bad. I literally, I made a campaign that was supposed to be the most open campaign I could possibly make it. They just ended they it could, in like a minute, didn't they? No, they they could, there was a story, but okay. they could do it at their leisure. Yeah, and there yeah, was yeah. like a million other things that they could do. Okay. And I was going to make it up as they went. So that way it was as open as possible. And they got to a part where there was a lake that right. said, warning, to get through the lake, you must prove yourself to be an honest soul. Now then, do you know that old story about you drop something in the lake and the both of them show up, the nice version yes. of what you drop? So, one of them goes, I throw my knife into the lake. 
All right, your knife appears, and then so too does a a gold-plated knife with jade in the handle. And he goes, all right, I take my knife. Excellent. The other knife sinks back in. Will you go through the lake? And he goes, sure. Nothing happens. You go through the lake. Congratulations. Then the next person, I put, uh, I walk into, I'm on a horse. Can I, my horse give something up? Just give something up and your horse will be fine. And then as he's about to do that, he goes, wait a minute. I, and I go, what? And he goes, my horse is back at the stable. Can we say I have it? I'm like, sure. Have you been feeding it? And he goes, I shoot my horse in the head. <laughs> he had forgot to take care of his horse. Okay, first of all, he was a spell slinger and he had two guns. And he then realized that he could only use one gun. So he snaps one gun in half and throws it away. And then he goes, oh shit, wait, no, I could have used two guns. <laughs> then he... I told him, if you're going to have a horse, you have to remember to feed it. And he bought the feed for it and everything. And he forgot to feed it, so he shot it in the head. (laughs) And then one person who was playing like a 14-year-old just kind of ran into the lake because he didn't feel like reading the sign. And I was like, okay, you get dragged under. (laughs) Then another person, I take my axe head and I dip it in the lake and I go, all right, roll reflex, gets like a two. You get sucked into the lake by your axe head. And then another one of them, I punch the lake. (laughs) Three people died to a lake that had a sign that told you how to fix it. And the one character who had the horse, he had a character before this one who died in the first town. They had to uh, save the town from the dead coming back to life. And there was a, a rune in a bell tower that I told them about the bell tower six times that there was a bell tower. Hey, you want to look at the bell tower? The bell tower chimes, and then the zombies rise up. The bell tower chimes, and then the zombies stop. <laughs> and then they're running away from a horde of zombies, and they have to free three. They have to free people from a stockade. I like to throw in moral quandaries. So there's a drug addict, a hooker, and just a regular village guy. So they free the drug addict because he said because one of them was like I like this guy he's fun to party with. Then they freed the regular guy. Then another member of our the one member of our party who ended up dying was like I'm going to free her. I'm like okay you understand freeing her means that the zombies are gonna get you right? And he goes yes. I'm like okay. And then our cleric realized he had the spell sanctuary, which gives him immunity from damage so long as the enemy doesn't pass the will save this is a horde of zombies some of them are going to pass the will save so they free the stockade they free the woman in the stockade and they send her off and then the one of them starts getting dragged in by the zombies and starts die and dies and i was like okay well she's safe but you're dying (laughs) And then I start rolling, and my cousin goes, I'm just kind of chilling. And I go, no. Like, three of them have already passed their will saves. And he goes, what? And I go, read Sanctuary, my friend. <laughs> He's like, I book it. <laughs> oh, my God. So, one of them, their first action was to go up to the bell tower. I thought... Okay, he's gonna. If he says I look up, like at the bell tower, give me a perception. Oh shit, there's a weird dark rune on the fucking bell tower. Better take that off. But no, he goes, I look around. Like, where around? Like, out into the city. 
Okay. What are you looking for? Crime. Give me a roll. Gets a 19. Alright, you see a man about to steal a woman's purse. I jump out of the tower. You die. I epic action to not die. <laughs> Flips the coin. Lives. Alright, you Assassin's Creed style land in the hay bale. I jump it out and I chase the guy down. He's already stolen the purse, but you can hunt him down. And then later, they were like, you have to give us a hint for how to solve this. I'm like, what have I told you guys to do like 10 times? What do I keep? What little detail do I keep bringing up? And then the guy who jumped out of the tower goes, the bell tower. I went there. I'm like, yes, you did. And what did you do? And then he was like, I casted detect magic on the runes that were on the base of the tower. I'm like, yeah. And you know what I said they were? People etched those into the fucking tower. You know what you didn't do? I cast Detect Magic at the top of the tower. And then you know what else you didn't do? Go to the top of the tower and look up. Well, yep, so... They point all, proven. They also ended the, up having one of the party members get uh, held hostage as a political prisoner because they didn't want to win a race. My point proven on... You've had experience as a DM, and those were some of your set experiences. Oh, God. So, so many funny stories. I... Like the Uncle Magic Dimension. We can say that for a later episode if you want. Hell yeah. That's so a great story. We can, we, you can have a segment of uh, Pathfinder stories if you want. Oh, my God, yes. There you go. There's an idea for you. Um, like the fucking bush. So, yeah. Uh, hopefully, let's see how our, our campaign will do. Maybe we'll do little updates of our campaign throughout the week maybe oh right that let me, could be let me first just say what we have in our party okay so currently in our party we have a asimer cleric named solar solaris soriel soriel sorry good one bitch. right it sounds like oriel so it's soriel it straight up just i ripped it from soul <laughs> then we have the half dra i think we called it a tea dragon uh, ranger named uh, Alaris. Then we have the Tifling Rogue named Sacralis. Then we have the Human Barbarian. His name is... Dave the Barbarian. Dave the Barbarian. First name Dave, last name Barbarian, middle name the... Like Sonic the Hedgehog. And we have Green, the Lizard Folk uh, fighter who does not speak common. It... It's an, it's interesting. It's an interesting. Um, it's interesting. And we are about to have a bard whose name I don't know yet, and a temporary tifling rogue. At least I. Yes, tifling rogue. Uh, God, what, what did he say his name was? Laquisha. It was not Laquisha. Damn it! I'll have to look at the paper when I get home. That's fine. But. Seven people. Normally it's like a four person party, but like fuck it. I can I can throw more shit at you. Yeah, it'll be it'll be it'll be an interesting ride, especially since it definitely looks like at least the three people included in the group, not including you, are into it. Yeah. Um so that's a good plus, especially since I'm I wonder one if friend. our bard's gonna be male. I'm curious. Because currently we have like four titties. We have three females and two males. Oh, speaking of Taze and our friend, um, <laughs> there's only one person that can be. She finally beat uh, Nier fully. Oh, nice. So, yay, Tormi. 
I don't care at this point. I really don't. No one listens to this, so. I mean, the person who does uh, shouldn't even be texting toward me, so. And there you go. <laughs> we know who you are. You motherfucker. So, so stop. If you if you've started again, stop. He will literally come, get your phone, and just break it. I could have sworn I made her get rid of the number. You did. Anyway, that's episode 39 of What's New Player 2 Podcast. Uh, we had a, a very long Pokemon segment, I will have to say for once. That's usually not how this goes. If not, it's usually very one-sided, I have to admit. Yeah, well, so, only for Sword and Shield related. Yeah. I was hoping they were going to show off Toxtricity, like how you'd get his Gigantamax. But clearly, not yet. Like. Soon. Right. Well, that was this episode. I didn't slap my legs, but whatever. Fuck it. Keeping it in. Huh. Huh. Remember, folks. World War Three. World War Three. World War Three. Also, wear a condom. World War Three.